the college football experience, Troy Trojans, 2023 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sports podcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Yes, download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. All right. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. Once again, that's promo code CFBX for $20 off over at Game Time. And remember, as always, folks, too, let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Episode. I'm excited to talk Troy Trojan football, and we are in the dog days of summer as football season starts off. I mean, kicks off. I would say what we're 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 like eight eight nine days away, uh, and that is why I am in Studio B. We got Real Money Kramer from the Sports Gambling Podcast doing a 24 hour draft. So if you're wondering why I'm in Studio B, uh, that is why. But look, we are here to talk Troy Trojan football, a team that uh, you know. Unbelievable season a year ago. They went. They win the Sun Belt, um, and really, um, they were a great story. I mean, this is a team that uh, you you look back at 2022. They open up at John Summerall's first game for for his first year. Troy did incredible. Uh, they did lose out the gate to Ole Miss 28-10. They come back. They beat Alabama A and M minus Akil Glass by 21. And then they lose uh, on a hail Mary to Appalachian state in kid brewer that they could have, the season could have went a different direction at that point. You know, they're one and two, uh, but then they rattle off. They, they don't lose another game all year. They beat Marshall. They go to Bowling green, Kentucky beat the Hilltoppers who were a good team. They beat Southern miss who was a decent team. Uh, You know, they beat South Alabama. Uh, you know, army, a lot of teams, uh, Louisiana and then coastal in the Sunbelt championship by, by 19, even though they probably should have been playing James Madison, but due to a stupid NCAA rule, they took on the shots <clears throat> and then they even beat UTSA in the bowl game. So really impressive first season for John Summerall. Now, can he build on that is going to be the question. We're going to talk all about it, but here's another thing that I'm noting from a year ago. Short of the Hail Mary loss, right? Which is obviously terrible luck. Uh, they had, wait, I'm counting here. One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, one sc- or single digit wins. So they went seven and one in single digit games. Something to monitor heading into uh, 2023 is can, can they be that fortunate? Even though I know they had a Hail Mary. Uh, so probably should have went uh, eight. No, 
in those one score games, but Hey, that, that you could chalk that up as coaching. You could chalk that up as experience uh, either way. Pretty remarkable what the Trojans were, were you know, were able to do last season and win the Sun Belt. Uh Look folks, you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah, now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. That's what they had to do in that app state All right. I mean, college game day was there for that. That was national storylines there. Uh, but what a season can they build on it? Can they, you know, make it back to back Sunbelt championships? John Summerall, I already, I, I already know people are speculating future sec head coach, future ACC head coach, who knows? Uh, but you know, he was recently what the DC of Kentucky. So you got to think, you know, if it does, things don't work out at a couple schools in the sec, would they pick up the phone and dial old John summer? Hopefully it doesn't happen. Cause I like him at Troy and you know, we love Sunbelt football here. I consider it the heart of college football in 2023 with all these crazy ass conferences. They know what they're doing, right? Uh, all right. Well, look, we're going to talk a lot of stuff here about the Troy Trojans. We're going to grade how they did in the transfer portal. Uh, hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. But yeah, we'll grade the transfer portal. Talk about the offense, the defense, the special teams, um, and and really key in on uh, the upcoming season and project how they'll do with their current roster. And then we'll talk to uh, Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, about the Trojans. Uh, you know, the experience down there, uh, catching a game in Troy, Alabama at Veterans Memorial Stadium. So we got all that planned. So stick around. Once again, subscribe. Remember, we uh we we host several podcasts. There's the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience. We even have the Big 12 experience now. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, but all of those podcast p- uh, platforms are out there. Subscribe, get over there, hop on over to iTunes, give us a five-star review while you're at it. But folks, uh, look, before we really dive into all that Troy Trojan football talk, uh, I gotta get it. I gotta get us paid. I, I want to tell you that the college football experience, 2023 season preview episode for the Troy Trojans brought to you by game time. Yes. Look, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. All right. I can recall several times where it's been very stressful for me. Yeah. Cause I've always been the type of guy to buy the tickets you know, the flights, the flight tickets to get out there. And then, uh, you know, I'll figure it out. Cause I might want to sit somewhere else or something like that, but you know, it shouldn't really be that stressful, but it has been a few times, you know, throughout my life. So game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Now I know. Look, if you were to say that, that sounds ridiculous. What do you mean? Planning months in advance is fantastic. I use this example. I uh, went to Ireland 
And my brother was joining me on the trip. We were at the, you know, we were bringing other people at the time, but he planned ahead and, and look, he's very good at planning ahead. So I don't want to completely shit on that, but you know, making plans to places you haven't been. eh, I don't know. I like to get there. I like to get the feel of the land, you know? So I went as I went and just got hotels around the city and, you know, he planned ahead and sometimes it didn't work out because, you know, he was further away than where all the fun was or where the action was. And the same could happen with going to a football game. What happens, you know, to me, if, if you're planning months in ahead, perfect example was we were going to get uh Penn state, Nebraska tickets. And then uh, thankfully we waited and this is the year that Sandusky stuff went down. So we didn't get the opportunity. So I, I punted on, on, on going because I knew it was that crazy game where Paterno uh, was basically fired and people are protesting. News vans were all over. So I was like the hell with that. So I do believe there is value in not always planning, you know, months in advance. So uh, forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And look, the game time guarantee is out there. All right, that means you always will get the best price. Uh, if if you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first order. Uh, once again, terms apply, uh, create that account, redeem that, use that redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time uh, app today. Last bit of tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. We are back on the college football experience. Troy Trojans 2023 season preview is and uh, wow. I mean, I'm a bit excited about, well, let's talk, let's talk portal first because I, I, I have high hopes on, on Troy. I was on Troy's over last year. That thing hit for me, but um, you look at the Trojans in the portal. We try to grade the portal for every single team minus air force army, Navy, and, and strangely Clemson. Um, but looking at the portal this year, you know, Peter Costanelli, a quarterback bounces out of Troy uh, heads elsewhere. 24 seven sports doesn't even have that updated yet. And, and uh, you know, you know, they lost Dogecoin a year ago too. Jared, Jared Doge, who had transferred it from Western Kentucky. He's now gone as well. Uh, so the quarterback spot Gunnar Watson is, is the, is the guy again at Troy uh, running back wise. They did have running back Charles strong bounce out in the portal. Hasn't landed anywhere, at least according to 24 seven sports, same with Jamontez woods at the running back spot. And then the big one here, wide receiver, Tez Johnson uh, jumps out to the Oregon ducks, Phil Knight with that bag of cash coming in and buying some players. Uh, wide receiver Anthony Lewis also heads out to the uh, out of out. We, we don't know where he's landed yet. Uh, at least 24 seven sports hasn't updated that, but uh, on the offensive line, Matthew Johnson also headed out in the portal. Hasn't had a destination spot yet. And in the, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, three guys in the secondary Nasir, uh, Nasir uh, Pogue hit the portal cornerback, Kyle Cass hit the portal and cornerback Elijah Culp all said and done. Tez Johnson's really the only one that I think really hurts Costanelli. What he, I remember he used to play at temple a few years back. Right. But, um, I you, I would just say circle the Tez Johnson one. Now incoming uh the Goose Crowder transferred in from West Virginia as quarterback to give him a little bit of depth. 
I think that's that. That's always a good option to have. You never know when your quarterbacks will get dinged up. So I, I do like that addition. Adding Goose Crowder, great name too. Uh, they also added uh, Asa Martin from the Memphis Tigers at the running back spot. That's another one I do enjoy. I think that's a great, uh, great get for for this team. I shouldn't say enjoy. That was a good get for the Troy Trojans. Uh, also wide receiver. And this is a four-star transfer t- according to 24 seven sports, Chris Lewis coming in from the Kentucky wildcats to make up for that loss of Ted J- Tez Johnson. Also, they added Landon Parker, a receiver from Wofford and Sean Watson. there, the head coach of the terriers uh, Parker comes in FCS kids. So we'll see how he does, but you can find some hidden gems in the FCS. We saw it with Jared verse last year, going to from Albany to Florida state and was one of the best players on that Florida state team. Uh, they also added on the offensive line, and this is what I really like here. They go out and get offensive tackle Eli Russ from uh, the mullet, Mike Gundy in Oklahoma State. They also added four-star transfer Colby Smith from the Auburn Tigers. Those are very good gets. And then in the secondary, on the defensive side of the ball, they got Reggie Bracy, a cornerback from the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, I believe. I believe he might have left the team because of the gambling probe. So let's let's I mean, he might be suspended. We gotta we gotta double check on that one. But I would still say they won the portal. Bringing in Russ and Smith on the offensive line, bringing in Chris Lewis at the wide receiver spot, despite they lose to Tez Johnson, also Landon Parker, and getting Asa Martin at the running back spot, and then uh, Goose Crowder at the quarterback spot. I would say they still won the portal despite losing one of their best offensive players from a season ago. So we're grading that. That is a win for the Troy Trojans. Um, let's talk a little bit about this offense because uh, you know they did lose a lot from a season ago. You look at this Troy offense and you say, okay, uh, what 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 can we? They didn't, and that's another thing. They didn't. They had games where they didn't score a ton of points, but six starters back. If you count the transfers who started elsewhere, I repeat, if you, if they've started elsewhere, uh, then they return. But you gotta love the fact you're bringing back Gunnar Watts at the quarterback spot. Uh, also, Kamani Vidal at the running back spot. He was second team all Sunbelt a year ago. And I guess I should note that this was the uh, the 80th scoring offense a year ago, uh, 106th in rush offense, 53rd in pass offense, so 94th in total offense. So they they got a lot of room to grow here. They really do. So uh, Vidal is back at the running back spot. Watson's back at the quarterback spot. Now the wide receiver spot. You know, this is where you know we we're we're curious because when you, you lose Tess Johnson, you lose Ray J Johnson, the UAB transfer. How's it going to work out now? You know, Deshaun Stoudemire, 14 starts a season ago. He's back. Marcus Rogers back. Uh, uh, Jabir uh, Barber is someone that they're, they're counting on to step up and play big for them. Also the players they got in the portal. So getting Chris Lewis, where will he fit in that projection? You know, I don't know if he's going to end up starting day one, but it's a big get. Um, also, you got to like the tight end position here, bringing back uh, the Yunkria. Lewis and Clayton Olendek, Olendiek. Uh, those are experienced tight ends. And I can tell you that's that's always a good thing to have, especially if you have an offense that that could be struggling at the you know with with you know the rhythm of knowing your receivers. And Watson, you know, they're breaking in some new wideouts. They lost two key guys from a year ago. In the early weeks of the season, sometimes it's nice to have that old security blanket at the tight end spot. On the offensive line. They return uh, right guard Daniel King and right tackle 
Grant Betts. Besides that, everyone else is new. But like I alluded to, they went to the portal. They brought in Eli Russ from Oklahoma State, who's projected to be their starting center. Uh, they also brought in Blake Austin from East Tennessee State, uh, who I guess I, I forgot to key in on the portal, but the Buccaneers, former uh, offensive lineman, comes over. And then Derek Graham, uh, who, who got some burn a season ago. Circle the offensive line. I think that's the biggest thing here. I know the wideouts, but I feel like you can replace wideouts a lot easier than you can offensive linemen. So I think that is the key to Troy being a better offense than a season ago. They have 88 returning starts on the offensive line. If you add in the transfer starts, now it's a little tricky, but all in all, I expect the offense, just the fact that summer all year two, um, I expect Joe Craddock, the offense coordinator to, to be a little bit more familiar with his personnel. And I expect them to take a jump in, uh, in year two, essentially. So the defensive side of the ball, which is some specialty and this defense was elite last year, eighth in the nation scoring defense, uh, 23rd in rush defense, 36 in pass defense, charting at the number 18 defense in America. They return six starters on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, from a season ago, the defensive line returns uh, two of three. TJ Jackson, uh, first team Sunbelt a season ago, and Buddha Jones at the nose nose tackle spot. They're going to be counting on Javon Solomon to step up. He's got 16 career starts, so uh, he's going to be the main guy though. Third team Sunbelt a year ago, four and a half sacks. Gotta like the defensive line on this Trojan team. Then you look at the linebacking core. Okay, you bring back Richard. Uh, Jabooner, but, and he was second team some about a year ago. Besides that though, everyone else is new. Jordan Stringer, uh, Jaden McDonald, those guys, it's going to be interesting to watch and see how they do. I think they will be fine. Uh, obviously we're going to monitor the Reggie Bracey situation with Iowa, because I believe though he was part of that gambling probe and I think they kicked him off the team. We'll see what can happen there. I don't know. You know, obviously you're innocent until proven guilty, but we will see what happens there with that scenario, but that is a concern because he was projected to be a starting cornerback. If not, they're going to be counting on Chris Rogers uh, or, or maybe Vandy Clark, who's a redshirt freshman. They do have a shy Fletcher back at the other corner spot. He's good. Uh, also safety spot. Ready. Stewart is back, um, but they are breaking in strong, a new strong safety in Keyshawn Swanson. They also have Del Pettis back as well. So all in all, I kind of think the defense, you know, I, I would expect similar production. I, now that might be a slight regression, might be a slight improvement. It kind of, you know, some of it, when you have 130 teams, some of that can actually just depend on, you know, your schedule last year, they were what at Ole Miss uh, home to Alabama, a and M they got what Western Kentucky uh, and, and army, I think in their non-con it's kind of similar to this year as well, but you know, game here, game there, spot, spot here, spot there. I think the defense will be on the same level. Uh, the offense, I think, should take a jump forward. So it should be another really good year. 12 wins a season ago. Uh, let's see what they can do. And another thing is, their two losses came in September. So you got to remember, when you're a first year coach, you're getting familiar with the personnel. So uh, September is always when you want to play a first year coach. And for Lane Kiffin, and for Sean Clark, they were able to take advantage of the fact John, John Summerall was in his first couple of weeks uh, as the head coach of the Troy Trojans in his first season. That is so. I obviously like their their chances in in year two here as well. 
Uh, we're going to go game by game on the schedule in a second here. But before that, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes, yeah, sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Uh, besides the season long contest, we also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, completely ad free and follow behind the scenes story from SGPN. There's even a discord channel just for the patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. So do your part and sign up today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That is sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. All right. We are back on the college football experience. And like I said, first off, we're breaking down all 133 teams. And I think we're in, we're deep into the hundreds here. Uh, and this is our first one, not in the studio. I mean, we're in studio B. This is, this is not my house. This is a, but studio a is being used by real money. Kramer He's doing a 24 hour draft. I'm sure you've heard of it uh, from the sports gambling podcast. Check them out if you have not, but we are breaking out all 133 teams and the train doesn't stop just for that. All right. So uh, if you were watching all of our other previews, we're in the studio and normally you see a sweet graphic behind, behind me. We just have the SGPN graphic. We don't have the same setup. It normally would tell you the win total. So the win total is sitting at eight according to uh, right now at, over at DK. I mean, on first reaction, I would say you got to hammer the over here. Yes. I know there's a little bit of question marks on the offensive line. Um, but remember last year, they even had to play at app state, which I think is one of the tougher spots. They also got, they also got Marshall. So I think there's two, two really good Sunbelt East teams. They drew from a year ago. We'll see what they do this year. But on first reaction, when I see eight games, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to hammer that over. Uh, let's get to it. Week one, Stephen F Austin, the lumberjacks are coming in to Troy, Alabama. Stephen Austin is a decent FCS, uh, so they should take them. I mean, they, Troy should beat them, but take that game seriously because Troy, Stephen F. Austin's got they got some offense that can move. So uh, I do have the Trojans going one and zero, and then they have a critical game in Manhattan, Kansas, against Kansas State. Winners of the Big Twelve a season ago, Kansas State always a always a dangerous team. They return a ton. Five offensive linemen back for K State. Will Howard back. They go out and get Treshawn Ward from uh, Florida State in the portal, but uh, Kansas. We saw Kansas State. They lost to Tulane a year ago. All right, they're kind of they have a little Iowa to them in that sometimes they don't just blow you out. It's a you know, close games and one play here, one play there can make all the difference. So it would not shock me at all if the Troy Trojans ended up beating Kansas State in Manhattan, the Little Apple, especially with that Missouri game on deck for Kansas uh, State. It's an old big big seven, big eight rivalry. Uh, but I'll favor K-State. Let's say they lose that game, even though I think that's a game. And obviously Troy's got a history. Troy went into Missouri and won in the Brad Smith era. I think they beat Oklahoma State uh, early in Gundy's career, if memory serves me correct. Um, they beat LSU at LSU when Ed Orgeron was the head coach. So uh, they, they've had a knack for doing this over the years and it wouldn't shock me at all. If they went into the little apple and got the win, but let's say they lose that game one and one then gigantic game here. What should have been the Sunbelt championship game a season ago, but stupid NCAA rules. James Madison comes to town. Now James Madison, I do love their line of scrimmage. They are planning to start a redshirt freshman quarterback. This will be one of his, this will be his first real, like real road test. I think, cause I think they get Utah state after, um, 
I favor Troy here, but obviously this is a game that can go either way. James Madison, people didn't realize that. I don't think people realized how good they were in the FCS and to come up and really, and really look good. Uh, you know, even their losses, you could argue that was when Centeno, their starting quarterback got injured. They were a really good team a year ago, and they're probably going to be really good again, despite losing Centeno to the, uh, to what the XFL, but I'll take Troy uh, in Troy, Alabama. Now, do I expect it? Troy played a ton of close games. I am a little nervous about the regression on that, but I think they should be like a three point favorite here. So I will take Troy to beat JMU. And then the very next week, the rematch against Western Kentucky. Now this one is very interesting because Austin Reed, Western Kentucky star quarterback hit the portal and then decided to come back to the Hilltoppers. And this was a close game a year ago. This is going to be a good one. And um, I favor Troy once again, but um, this is a very challenging month of September schedule here. Uh, the very next week, they head to Atlanta to take on Georgia State at Center Park Stadium. Georgia State's a weird team. I feel like Georgia State is is the type of team that uh, if you're not paying attention, will beat you. Uh, I still would favor Troy here, and then they have homecoming October seventh against the Arkansas State Red Wolves. I do believe they will beat Arkansas State. Not very high on Butch Jones' squad. And then they head to West Point to take on the Army Black Knights. And this was a game a season ago. They're gonna have to go up there. The the good thing here is it shouldn't be too cold uh, in West Point around October fourteenth. But I'll say this: maybe they get a second loss somewhere in there. All right, so maybe they get a second loss somewhere in there. I personally have them favored in all the games except Kansas State. So that would be uh that would be a six and one record heading into the bye. Maybe you could talk me into five and two, but uh, yeah, so uh, they get the bye week and then they head to San Marcos to take on Texas state. I think they should be able to get that win. And then they host the South Alabama Jaguars on a Thursday night. This game is fantastic folks. Uh, this game was a four point game a season ago. South Alabama brings back a ton. Troy won at in mobile last year. This is a, this is a nice matchup on a Thursday. I actually favor South Alabama based on the returning production. Uh, I think South Alabama is a slightly better team, but you got to win at Troy. So I don't know. Maybe it makes it a wash. Uh, so I would, that that's to me, the one where I would favor South Alabama. So K state and South Alabama would be really the two, the two, the two games that I would favor the opposing team. Then they head to ULM to take on t- uh, Terry Bowden and the Warhawks. And as Patty C says, never fade a Bowden in a big game, but I think Troy gets that done. And then they're hosting the raging cages on November 18th. Uh, Michael Desimero, a b- big year for him but I expect Troy to be the better football team. And I think they'll get that done. And then on November 25th, they head to the rock. Welcome to the rock to take on Southern miss. I think that game is very sneaky, very sneaky. I think Southern miss is going to continue to get better. So I'll call for an upset there. In my opinion, worst case scenario is, is eight and four, seven and five. The win total is sit sitting at eight. I had them going nine and three. When I went through this, I went K state is a loss. South Alabama is a loss. Southern miss is a loss, but I could totally see them winning those games. A little nervous about the JMU Western Kentucky stretch, but uh, I think you ride the over again here and I feel pretty good about it. So I will take the over on Troy. And I think you might even hear me say this one 
uh, on our locks pod, which will be, you know, a couple days before the season. So let's load up again. I locked him up last year in the over. Let's do it again. Troy Trojans over eight wins. I see it happening for John Summerall. Offensive line's got to step up. I think that's the key to this season. I even think they'll be fine with, with the wideouts that they have. It's really just the offensive line and staying healthy and winning, continuing to win those close games or hopefully they're not even in the close games, but I do like the over here. All right, folks, before we get out of here, I uh, had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker um, to talk about, you know, his experiences to Troy Alabama. Michael Barker is college football campus tour. If you don't know who he is, you need to be following him because the guy's been to every college football stadium. And I'm sure you're going to hear me say that in a minute here, but uh, yeah. Anyway, here is that interview from uh, my, my sit down with Michael Barker regarding his trips to see some good Sunbelt games down there in Troy, Alabama. So with no further ado, here it is joining me on the college football experience, Troy Trojans, 2023 season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. Yeah, wait, what? Yeah. College football campus tour. Give that a follow on Twitter at CFB campus tour, because Michael has been to every single FBS stadium and he travels to like five, six, seven games a week. He goes to a lot of the FCS D two D three. If you love college football, you will love this page. I guarantee you that he documents, uh, you know, his travels, puts it up there, does the shot of the game. A lot of times he'll, he'll, he'll show you the history of the stadium. It's absolutely fantastic. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show to talk a little Troy Trojan football and veterans Memorial bank stadium. Yeah. We love uh, the, any name that has veterans and Memorial in it, and it's got both. So uh, and it's in the Sunbelt, which is my wheelhouse. So very excited to talk about uh, Veterans Memorial Stadium. Yeah, I, I think I said Veterans Memorial Bank Stadium. No, it's not a bank. I apologize. No bank. No I bank. misread that. I misread that Veterans Memorial Stadium. I would. I. I. I, I apologize. But tell me about the history of this stadium, man. So it opened in 1950 with only 5,000 seats. It underwent major renovations in 1998 and 2003. Its current capacity is 30,000. You did talk about a bank. Well, there was a brief period between 2003 and 2010 where it was named Movie Gallery Stadium, which was a video rental chain. And when your company goes bankrupt, then you can no longer have your name on a stadium. And so it went back to being Veterans Memorial Stadium in 2010. In 2017, there was a $24 million project to the North End Zone absolutely amazing job. The record crowd they had there was 31,010 last year against army and any army game is a dog fight. And they won that game 10 to nine. And they really lean into the Trojan theme all over campus, but specifically in the South end zone, there's a bronze Trojan statue overlooking the stadium. Just cool vibes down there in Troy. Yeah. And they're really good. They're really good. I, I love the style of football they play, but uh, yeah, I, I've never been to the stadium. I'm looking at the Google images right now. It looks like a cool stadium to get to love the name. As we alluded to earlier, uh, how many times have you been to the stadium? So I've been there four times for a game and this is tied for my record. Four is the most I've ever been to anywhere. Uh, 2017 to 2020. I went each year and Troy, I just thought it was a great place. I mean, I looked at real estate in Troy and all that, but the most memorable game was 2017 and they played Idaho who's no longer in the Sun Belt, and they beat them 24 to 21. So 
uh, and I met Idaho fans. And the next week I went to Idaho for the last uh, FBS game in the Kibbe Dome. So it was a cool back-to-back weeks. But this place is, even since I visited in 2017, it's changed. You go back and look at photos from the mid-90s. It's night and day. Like you said, they have a great team. They have a great coach. They played in the conference championship and, and beat Coastal last year. So they have some great things going. And, and, you know, we know Alabama is a crazy football state. And Troy, you know, they've knocked off LSU and LSU. They've done big things. And I wouldn't be shocked if they ran it back and won the Southern Bell again this year. Yeah, for sure. And you're right. Alabama does do college football, right? I'm looking at this awesome photo, by the way. I like that little brick column they have in the end zone. Like a little brick, uh, I don't know, something cool, but it's in brick and it's just a beautiful stadium. So I got to get there sometime. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show. Folks, give him a follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour. You will not be disappointed. And like I said, if you love college football and you're not following him, I question how much you love college football. Get over there at CFB Campus Tour. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show. And maybe I'll catch you at uh, Veterans Memorial one day. Yeah, this is a great one to go to. Plenty of opportunities during the Fun Belt weeknight game. So we got to make that happen. Let's go. Uh, appreciate you hopping on the show, man, and have a wonderful fall. All right. Thank you, Colby. I'll see you on the next episode. Sounds good, man. Take care. All right. You too. I mean, Michael Barker, this guy's phenomenal. He goes to every single college football game in the world. I mean, follow his Twitter page throughout the football season. You will be shocked at uh, the amount of travel and, and all the great, you know, photos he takes and stuff like that. So give him a follow at CFB, uh, CFB campus tour on Twitter and folks look, I got to get down there to Troy, Alabama to, cause I love what the Sunbelt is doing in general, but Troy as well. Uh, there, you know, with all this realignment shit teams going this way, that way, I think it's so much better. It's re- refreshing to see a conference like uh, those in the Mac or the mountain West or the sunbelt that are all regional and got those rivalries built in. So folks, uh, I'm on the over. I feel very good about it. Subscribe to the college football experience. First off, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Uh, give me a follow as, as well. If, if you can um, and subscribe on iTunes, all right, Spotify, any of those ones, the college football experience. I also host the FCS college football experience. I also host the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick. And we now have the big 12 experience. So big 12 fans get on over there and check it out. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also check out the sports gambling podcast as they break down all 32 NFL teams, get that SGPN app for free in the app store and Google play store and uh, come talk sunbelt football with us in the discord or basketball or baseball, right? Uh, sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. You will dig it. All right, folks, until next time, this is the college football experience. Troy Trojan style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run, shoot, shoot.